Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Scott from Oak Societies here to drop another episode of amazing content. And guys, I am beyond excited to get what I have to get to you today. We're going to be covering a lot of material, kind of all spread out. It's going to be worth it, so watch it till the end. So as you guys know, um, before I did my last video three days ago, I was at 9.8 subscribers. I put out this Colby video. This was a video, guys, that you know I threw together. Um, I didn't put a lot of effort into it. And by far, it's been my best video to date since I've started doing this. And a lot of people were upset. And the funny thing is, this video slipped past YouTube's algorithms. I don't know how it did, because most of my views are between five and 10,000 on a, on a good basis. This one right now has up to 71,000 views on it. And we are now at, it says 16 and a half subscribers. I looked at the numbers, it's actually 16.7. So we're actually almost at 17,000 subscribers, guys. And I wanted to be at 10,000 by the end of this month. And look what's happened. Look what happens when YouTube recommends videos, when it slips past the algorithms. Look how much more, 71,000 views on a video that I got. We are being censored like crazy, guys, and this is the reason why I'm asking you right now to hit that like button, share it, comment. That is you showing me support. That gets these videos shown to more people. We have to do this organically. So I just wanted to show you guys we are getting through. We are going to win this fight that we are constantly fighting the big tech censorship. And so just to drop a uh, quick, let's, you know what, let's do the essentials. You guys know the YouTube channel, subscribe, like it. You guys are killing it with that. Again, hit that like button. It helps me tremendously. If you guys want to go to my Patreon, my Patreon is here. You guys can up your fandom level if you want. There's no pressure to do that. You guys can do as little as a dollar a month. That is $12 a year. That is going a long way to get this channel where I want it to be. And if you guys hate YouTube, which I totally understand, you guys can go right here on my BitChute. And this is my backup channel. It has all my videos that I post. And if that's not enough for you guys, go to my wokesocies.com website. All my podcasting links are here for you guys to download my content on the go. It is all there and it's all updated. So thank you to the five, 6,000 plus subscribers that are now on my channel. My name's Scott. I started this channel about eight months ago and it has completely taken off. I cover all content as far as politics, science, spirituality, UFOs, ETs, uh, secret projects, government projects, and obviously QAnon. Big into QAnon. So if that's not for you, hey, hang out. You still might find something on this channel that you might like. It, it is what it is. So let's jump into the content real quick. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, but I just wanted to bring this up because a lot of people that YouTube recommended my last video to, it's almost like they got the people that are into the QAnon and the conspiracy theories and all this stuff. They kind of got slapped in the face with some real red pill stuff and a lot of people got upset. So people were saying it's, you know, I was getting comments after comment after comment, which I love reading. It only sharpens, it only sharpens my appeal and the way I do things. I love hearing negative comments because it just fuels me to go even further and it keeps me going. So a lot of people are saying it's just a tragic accident. Why do you have to question everything? Well, here is a laundry, uh, not a, yeah, this is a shopping list of, of things that I was thinking when the whole Kobe crash happened. And it's the reason why I made the video. Kobe's crash, there was no black box. 
different colored helicopter than usually what he goes out in. Survivors perished. A cartoon predicted his death had ties with the Clintons and Epstein, which I, in my last video, clearly showed. Google labeled him assassinated, which is also true in the beginning, but that was taken down. Death happened one day before Trump's impeachment trial defense. Things that make you go, hmm. These are legitimate observations, and the fact that so many people can't handle them without being butthurt is downright pathetic. Question everything, and that's what this channel is about. So there you go. You can take that with you. Can take that with you. Take it as ever you want. We're still going to be keeping this train rolling. So let's jump into it. So guys, happy Brexit Day. We officially have Brexit as of today, and this is a two year q proof in the making we have it here it was january 31st 2018 it says freedom day marker and again q posted on the 23rd of this month congratulations uk patriots independence is a beautiful thing globalism dead and it is certainly dying the brexit act has been given royal assent we're leaving next friday january 31st 2020 brexit so guys Guys that might, people that might not know about Q, Q posted on the boards uh, post number 658 two years ago to the date saying Freedom Day Freedom. And this is now in regards that we know in regards the, to Brexit. Two years in the making. So I wanted to throw that in there just to start out. It's, it's unbelievable. People that don't see what's going on with QAnon, I don't know how else we can, we can serve it on a silver platter for them anymore. So, this came across my Twitter feed this morning. This is the nail in the coffin, guys, for the impeachment. Breaking, Senator Lamar Alexander, Republican of Tennessee, is a no vote on more witnesses and documents in Trump impeachment trial. This is pretty much saying, everybody, the Dems want to bring in more witnesses, more documents, because we already know what they had originally was not enough to, to bring any criminal charges against the president and now they voted that is there there is no the, the the democrats cannot bring any more new witnesses into the trial so pretty much what we already knew we all know this huge thing is a scam we all know why the democrats are doing this they are trying to they're trying to bring this thing out as long as they can because of the corruption that trump is going after them for and we know this is why it's happening. So this is the final nail in the coffin. Because after this now, Trump is going to be acquitted. And Trump is now going to be going on the offense and taking down all these traitors that have been coming after him before he even stepped foot into the White House. And to, to start up, what I wanted to get for the rest of the content, I want to show this video. We also know why the Democrat nominees that are running for president, we all know most of them that are running... They are not here to actually run for the presidency. They are there because if you run for presidency, you cannot be attacked politically. And that hides them from having to admit that they were doing things wrong and from them getting on trial and all these things because of the corrupt things they were doing in past administrations. And I want to play this video because a lot of people have forgotten about it. This was the Quid Pro Joe video that Twitter and Big Tech has taken down multiple times. I want you guys to watch it real quick. Our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and, uh, 
and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. And. Who is this prosecutor looking into? We all know it. It was his son, Hunter Biden, with the corrupt dealings with Burisma. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. He got fired. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. Now, this video has been put on social media all over the place, and it always gets taken down. This is the Quid Pro Joe video, and this is the lead up into what the meat of this episode is going to be about. This came out just yesterday from the Gateway Pundit. The fired Ukrainian prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, files federal complaint against Joe Biden. After leaving office in 2017, Vice President Joe Biden bragged about strong-arming the government of Ukraine to fire its top prosecutor. Joe Biden made, made the remarks during a meeting of foreign policy specialists. Biden said the threatened Ukrainian president, Petro Poroshenko, in March 2016 that the Obama administration would pull $1 billion in U.S. loan guarantees, sending the former Soviet Republic toward insolvency if it didn't immediately fire Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin. Biden suggested during his talk that Barack Obama was in on the threat. And in April, John Solomon revealed what Biden did not tell his audience. Joe Biden had Shokin fired because he was investigating Joe Biden's son, Hunter. Guys, right here is going to be the demise of Joe Biden. This video right here. Joe Biden and Democrats have then gone out on an international smear campaign to destroy Victor Shokin's education. And on Tuesday... Fired Ukrainian prosecutor Viktor Shokin filed an official complaint against Joe Biden for interference in Ukraine's legal proceedings. And this is just part of the complaint. Again, guys, any kind of sauce that I give you will be linked in the description for you to look at yourself. Do not take my word for it on a lot of these things. Think for yourselves. Look at all the content yourself if you have questions. So during the period of 2014 to 16, the Prosecutor General's Office of Ukraine was conducting a preliminary investigation to a series of serious crimes committed by the former Minister of Ecology of Ukraine, Mykola Sholzeski, and by the managers of the company Burisma Holding Limited, Cyprus, the board of directors of which included, among others, Hunter Biden, son of Joseph Biden, then Vice President of the United States of America. Owing to my firm position on the above-mentioned cases regarding their prompt and objective investigation which should have resulted in the arrest and the indictment of the guilty parties, Joseph Biden developed a firmly hostile attitude towards me which led him to express in private conversations with senior Ukrainian officials as well in his public speeches a categorical request for my immediate dismissal from my post of Attorney General of Ukraine in exchange for the sum of $1 billion U.S. billion in as 
in as a financial guarantee from the United States for the benefit of Ukraine. And the complaint keeps going and going. But now, guys, it's on record. It's official. This complaint has been filed. And you know damn sure that Trump is going to be going after, after the Bidens. Because if they ever get put on trial, they ever get put on trial, they're, they're doomed. They are doomed because they either have to lie under oath or they can just tell the truth and face the music. So either way, the outcome is not good for the Bidens. And this is exactly why, guys, this is exactly why when Q talks about Drop 3807, Biden and others think running for president will protect them from prosecution. And this is going back now. This is a this is uh, going back to 2219. Resonations, public being sheltered from the full extent of their crimes, and Anon asked, are they going to continue to hide behind sexual misconduct or will the truth come out? Q responded, sexual misconduct is the public shelter to accept res resignation. Watch those announcing 2020 presidential running. You cannot attack a political opponent. None are protected, none are safe, Q. And that is true. They can't be attacked while they're running for office. So the time is ticking. And Q posted after the screenshot of the original post and post 3807, these people are stupid. And Q says this a lot. And this is exactly why you got Warren running and you have the Bidens running and the, whoever the others are. It doesn't matter. They're going to get completely destroyed when the time comes. And here it is again, 2219. So you have that, right? And not only that, guys, this brings us to the meat of the episode today. Everyone knows about the whistleblower. I'm not going to say his name for this reason right here. This is a tweet from Mark Dice that just came out today. Friendly reminder, Facebook and YouTube are using AI to automatically censor the name of the whistleblower. When in history have the tech giants banned talking about a person of such public interest? Never. It's Orwellian. There's no other way to describe it. So today, guys, I'm going to name this person Eric the Whistler because of the algorithms. I don't want this, I don't want this video getting taken down. This is a thread, guys, that is going to blow your minds. And it's going to tie the Bidens, Obamas, Brennan, and Victoria Newland into what's called the Ukraine Holocaust. And this is something that I didn't, I've never heard of until today. So let's jump into it. So Eric the Whistler is involved in much darker things than you can imagine. The Ukrainian Holocaust. In February 2014, there was a coup d'etat in Ukraine, a violent coup. There was a massacre in the main square of the capital, Kiev. A hundred people were killed. I'm not going to play the videos. They're, they're very disturbing. There were snipers at windows of tall buildings surrounding the square, strategically placed. The snipers from the building shot both at protesters, both at police officers. It was a horrific massacre. A hundred people were killed by these snipers, both Ukrainian citizens and police officers. This is what's called the Ukraine Holocaust. The snipers were professional mercenaries. They were, they were hired and paid to do that job. Their assigned job was to kill about 100 people. They had been given precise instructions. But who were they hired by? And why were 100 people, why do they have to be brutally killed? Because the CIA director, John Brennan, and Victoria Newland, State Department wanted 100 people killed. That would trigger a coup d'etat in Ukraine, which is in fact exactly what happened. And who organized those snipers in Ukraine to make this massacre? Who hired them? Who paid them? And according to Greg Rubini here, it was Eric the Whistler in this photo and Victoria Newland. 
Eric the Whistler was assigned that task by CIA Director John Brennan, who was the CIA director at that time in 2014. And Eric the Whistler was and is a CIA operative. He was Brennan's CIA point man in Ukraine in 2014. Eric the Whistler is a CIA operative. He speaks fluently, fluently Ukrainian and Russian and was the perfect guy for the job. And he was a Brennan loyalist. And funny thing is, guys, how many times have Q brought up these names, the Bidens, Brennans, the whistleblower's name? All have these ties to Ukraine. Why is Ukraine so important? So the Whistler has been many times in Ukraine, and he flew several times to Ukraine with Joe Biden. Eric the Whistler is the guy responsible for the Ukraine Holocaust, which killed 100 people. This is why the CIA and the deep state have protected him. It's not about the impeachment. As much as the Dems want to pretend that they don't know the name, Schiff said it the other day, he still claims that he doesn't know who he is, doesn't know anything. He's claiming that he's cl he's claiming stupidity, right? As he always does with his stupid pencil neck bug eye face. So as the threat continues, this is why the deep state and the CIA do not want his name to be spoken. This is the reason for the cover up. Cover up also by the Chief Justice John Roberts, who was compromised, blackmailed, and also owned by the CIA. This is why there are gag orders not to pronounce Eric's name. Gag orders by the CIA. The horrific truth of what, of what he did in Ukraine cannot be revealed. He hired and paid the snipers, organized the massacre under John Brennan's orders, but who authorized Brennan to proceed with the massacre of 100 people in Ukraine? None other than Barack Obama. And here's a picture of the two shaking hands. It is clear now why Adam Schiff has covered up Eric the Whistler's name. It is clear now why Adam Schiff did not allow Eric to testify in the impeachment hearings. This makes Adam Schiff, as a matter of fact, an accomplice of Eric's and his crime in Ukraine. Killing 100 people is not a small crime, and 40 of them were police officers. A good question is now, will Ukraine ask for the extradition of Eric the Whistler, John Brennan, Barack Obama, Victoria Nuland, Joe Biden, and Hunter Biden. Image, imagine if a foreigner hired snipers in New York City to shoot and kill 100 people in Times Square. Snipers positioned in tall buildings around Times Square shooting at people and NYPD officers. Imagine that. This is the comparison, guys, that of what these guys did. This is what those guys did in the main square of the Ukrainian capital. So... I would love to know everyone's reaction to that. Now, this makes way more sense because we know how corrupt Ukraine was back when Obama was running the show. There were so many dealings going on behind doors. We just saw the quid pro, uh, quid pro Joe video. All, all these roads lead to Ukraine. And the, the, the stuff that's fed to us about Eric the Whistler here has nothing to do about a phone call we all read the transcripts between Trump and the, and the president of Ukraine. There's nothing there. There's absolutely zero there. And we saw Trump's defense destroy the Dems, the Dems lawyers this whole past week. It was, it's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. So this to me makes more sense that this is the real reason, the real reason that his name, who we all know it is. You can see here, it's spelled different ways. This is to get around the algorithms. This is what they're hiding. And then this is what Trump was pointing at. And what do the Dems do? They pointed it right back at Trump and said, you're doing quid pro quo. We're going to impeach you.
because they know Trump is on their on their scent and they know they're going to be exposed. It's only a matter of time. And this is why, especially in the last part of the, the last summer that we had, when this, when the first of the whistleblower came out, you even posted it. On, I, I tested it. I posted it on my own Facebook. The post was taken down. There was no email, no warning, no notification, nothing. It just disappeared off the timelines. And this was all across big tech, all across it. So something's definitely going on, guys. So I would love to see your reaction on that. But there's so many topics today. We're going to hit a bunch. And just to end it off with the uh, Eric the Whistler here, Methods tweeted, I was finally told the real reason why we aren't supposed to say the whistleblower's name. Word on the street is if you say Eric three times into a mirror, the ghost of Adam Schiff's balls appear. And guys, I personally did not try this because I am good on that. So with that, let's carry on here. Big topic still going on, the coronavirus. And I did a, I did a video um, about, what, a week ago, week and a half ago on my opinion on what's going on with the coronavirus. This right here is what I want to bring up because we're hearing so many different reports, so many different numbers. Um, just somebody on my Facebook today locally said a one of the schools put out an article saying one of the kids got a coronavirus, which is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So there's a lot of chaos and a lot of misinformation going on about this. But I wanted to bring this article up here, and I want to give a shout-out to Jordan Sather. I saw this on his Twitter feed linking this James Lyons Wheeler, who is a doctor right out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's a world-renowned doctor, and he put his opinion on what he thought are the or his opinion on why this new strain of coronavirus came out and the origins of it. And I want to show you guys because it's very informative, and it lines up with a lot. It lines up with what me and a lot of what you guys probably also think too. So let's take a look here. Some of this may sound like mumbo jumbo. I'm not going to go into the whole entire article. He breaks down the virus pretty good into some things that I honestly don't understand. But I'm going to link this article as well, guys, so you can read the entire thing. But I highlighted the parts I wanted to show you. So he has four different. Um, theories of what he of why he thinks this virus um, came in, came into being this, this newest strain and he has the four options and his status of what he thinks each one the first one was the natural coronavirus related to bat coronaviruses not a recombined virus his status on that says it's a falsified hypothesis does not he said it's completely speculative unlikely let's see here um Option two, a recombined virus that naturally picked up a SARS-like spike protein in the N-terminus 3N of the, of the viral genome. That status, I'm not going to pretend, guys, like I know what that means, but you're going to see the end of it. This is all going to make sense. He says the speculative hypothesis is unlikely. His third option, a recombined virus made in a laboratory for the purpose of creating a bioweapon. So when I heard that, okay, this sounds more feasible. This sounds more feasible. So he writes, both China and the U.S. hinted at the other side's potential liability in playing a role in bringing about a novel coronavirus in the lab specifically for the purpose of being used as a bioweapon. To add to the intrigue, a Chinese scientist was released from BSL-4 Laboratory in Mantabo, Canada, for violating protocols, allegedly sending samples of deadly viruses to mainland China. And remember, guys, I did a video on that coronavirus of a man trying to sneak out of Canada with vials. He had vials stuffed into his socks that 
should never have should never even left the lab, let alone the country, and was quarantined for having a you know a deadly deadly chemicals on a commercial flight, and the FBI got him. But it looks like there was more of that going on than just that one case, and they were coming out of Canada and going to China. On January 26th, the Washington Times published this article citing an Israeli defense expert claiming that China has likely proceeded with a bioweapons program by ending the article with a quote to London's Daily Mail from a U.S. scientist, Rutgers University, microbiologist Richard Ebright said that at this point, there's no reason to harbor suspicions that the lab may be linked to the virus outbreak. The same person who quoted in February 2017 Nature article stating that SARS had escaped Wuhan facility multiple times. And this is going back some years. Everyone remembers SARS. That was, a, that, was the, that was another big outbreak, right? So he's, he's drawing that comparison. But his status on what he believes as this possibility, he says, rumor, but see below. Now let's look at his option four. A recombined virus made in a laboratory for the purpose of creating a vaccine. Hmm. Let's see what this says. The P-Shuttle-SN vector was among many described in 1998 paper by Vert Vogelstein et al. Here is a company where one can purchase the P-Shuttle-SN vector. And this is a company called AdGene where you can purchase this. It turns out that the sequence from P-Shuttle is most closely related to that spike protein from the SARS coronavirus. And what he says he's comparing when the SARS came out, this particular technology that AdGene has was used in 2008 to attempt to develop a more immunogenic vaccine against coronavirus. So what he's basically saying here, guys, is this, this new virus that came out, the one that just broke this new coronavirus has the same patterns of when the SARS came out the same use of technology is being compared to when SARS came out. This was used to make a vaccine. Aligns completely what he is saying to what is happening today. The same technology by AdGene. So they're saying he's saying this virus was made to simply create a vaccine for it. And what do we say about the Clintons and everything else that's connected to this? They're making money. And they already have a vaccine apparently already for this. What a surprise. So as it goes down here, in 2015, the U.S. called for an end to research creating new viruses in the lab that have increased that have an increased threat, higher transmissibility, higher pathogenicity, higher lethality. The very researchers conducting studies on SARS vaccines have cautioned repeatedly against human trials. You think that's going to stop the Chinese? Absolutely not. The disease, the disease progression in of 2019 is, a cons, is consistent with those seen in animals and humans vaccinated against SARS and then challenged with reinfection. So what he's saying here when he says challenged with reinfection, they were testing animals and humans who already were vaccinated against SARS, but let's test out this vaccine that was already, this was already being made before this all hit the mainstream. That is what it's, that is what's going on here. And they were and challenged with reinfection, which was the vaccine that is being used to, to test vaccines against this new virus. Thus, the hypothesis that 2019 is an experimental vaccine type must be seriously considered. And he puts his status for this theory. This is his most likely outcome. This is what he believes. And the kicker to top it all off, 
The available evidence most strongly supports that the 2019 coronavirus is a vaccine strain of coronavirus either accidentally released from a laboratory accident, perhaps a laboratory researcher becoming infected with the virus while conducting animal experiments, or the Chinese were performing clinical studies of coronavirus vaccine in humans. This is bombshell stuff type guys here. This is this is this is what I this is what I believed before. I didn't have any sauce though. <clears throat> you know, these outbreaks just like last year with the measles in the United States, all of these deep state plays that they do, they all have patterns that you can pick up on. And why the Chinese were already experimenting with vaccines for this and he thinks the virus accidentally got out or maybe it could have gone maybe it wasn't an accident because we all saw the stock prices of these pharmaceutical companies in china skyrocket the moment the news broke out about this new virus and bill gates is on the same committee for this lab and all those other connections that i painted in my other video that you guys can clearly watch that too was also taken down on facebook because they called it fake news by their fact checkers but we're going to get into that too. But I wanted to show you guys this article about this doctor here. He's on Twitter. I just followed him. He has some great insight. And this just came out yesterday, guys. His name is James Lyons Wheeler, PhD. He's out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But you won't see this in the news. This is why I created this channel, guys, so you can see facts like this. So let's move over into big tech because I just mentioned Facebook banning articles by their fact checkers. Let's get into that. So this was a tweet by Educating Liberals. This is a new thing that Twitter is doing now. Twitter has a new feature that lets you report posts that are misleading about a political election, <clears throat> a.k.a. posts that make the left look bad. That's exactly what it is. He said if this is the case, they should start by banning ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, and every other outlet that constantly spreads fake news. So this is a brand new way for Twitter to censor Anybody that goes against their leftist agenda. And look how generic in general this is. You can now report threads, any kind of tweets, videos as misleading information about a political election. It's unbelievable, guys. This year, no year, this year is so important. This is, we have to ramp up all of our efforts because this is this this is gonna be a turning point for our country guys and the rest of the world it's gonna be based on this year so let's let's let us take some laughs here let's not be completely discouraged by the social media giants because i want to laugh at them a little bit with you this came out by buzzfeed news uh this was uh, three days ago facebook accepted thousands of dollars to promote an ad its own fact checkers had debunked <laughs> you can't make this stuff up one of Facebook's largest advertisers, PragerU, spent between $2,500 to $3,000 on promoting a post sharing a video titled Fires in Australia, The Left Versus the Facts. So obviously, someone put up facts railing against the core beliefs of social media, of the big tech giants we all know are, left, are leftists. They have been flagged for containing false information. Yet it was initially spotted by Atlantic Council's digital forensic research Researcher Kanesh Karen, the ad was seen by more than 1 million users in the United States when it ran between January 7th to the 12th, according to Facebook's ad library. 
The incident shows that while the social media giant says it's working to remove misinformation about the fires, it will continually to accept money in exchange for aiding the spread of false information. And I bet you guys, because I did a video on the fires in Australia as well, this false information was probably most likely true. And this was their attempt to shape the narrative as they always do. But that's okay, because even on my groups that we run on Facebook, I actually saw for the first time one of Facebook fact checkers uh, alert to one of our pages saying we were spreading false information. But at the same time, they have no problem accepting money while accepting money running these ads for posts that their own fact checkers take down. But they have no problem taking that money. This is what we're dealing with. And on top of that, this is another one from The Verge. Facebook to pay $550 million to settle privacy lawsuit over facial recognition tech. And this is all stemming back to 2015. I'm not going to get into the into the nitty-gritty on this. This was just something that just came out. It uh, was updated uh, three days ago as well. <clears throat> so Facebook, again, up in their eyeballs with corruption. Facial recognition, you know, breaking constitutional laws. They, they don't care. But... Hopefully one day Congress is going to crack down these guys. All right. <clears throat> Shifting gears once again. I told you guys, you guys are going to get a whole, bunch of, a whole bunch of topics today. Quick update on Jeffrey Epstein. The jail guards that were supposedly watching, the, watching Epstein are to stand trial in June. Two Manhattan New York jail guards are set to face trial in June for allegedly falsifying records after the billionaire and alleged pedophile Jeffrey Epstein died in a cell last year. Noel and Thomas allegedly failed to check in on Epstein at regular intervals throughout the night of August 9th and later tried to falsify records to show that they had made their rounds. Noel is charged with five counts of falsifying records, and Noel is charged with three counts of the same crime. Each charge carries a series a sentence up to five years in prison. So that's great, right? Who really cares about the jail guards? And something I've been thinking about, guys, since this whole entire thing happened that I haven't seen really anybody ask. We all know that the video, the recording video of that night are gone, disappeared, you know, it was corrupted. Whatever the excuse was that we don't have this video evidence of that night, right? Well, what about videos of the afternoon before, the morning of? How about a day or two before he was killed? Is there any, are we, are we able to get access to that? And who... And for and for this, like I feel like there is just something completely missing about this. Supposedly, the warden of this jail was promoted to some other other prison or something. She got some kind of a promotion. Like, who are these people taking orders from? That is what I want to know. Everybody and their mom knew about Epstein when he was put in the Manhattan jail. Everybody, and these guys just didn't check in on them. Could care less how long they go to prison for. Who were they working for? Who gave these orders? And where are the rest of the videos from the from the from the that week? We haven't seen anything except the pictures of after he killed himself, supposedly. Crazy. So let's transition here. This is still this is still on Epstein. We're gonna go to Q drop here, thirty three sixty six. It's a very small it's a very small drop, but I remember this very well from over the summer. Les Wexner, founder of Victoria's Secret, connect the dots, and look at what we have here, two days. Victoria's Secret billionaire founder prepping company for sale. So we have Les here selling Victoria's Secret because their stock prices have plummeted. 
Sources familiar with the talks told the journal that a full or partial sale of Victoria's Secret is expected. The brand has suffered declining sales in recent years, sending the L brand stock down 84% in four years. A succession plan for Wexner and a sale of the company could come next month. Though the sources said there is nothing in writing at the moment, last summer it was made public that Wexner had business relationships with Jeffrey Epstein. We noted how Epstein managed Wexner's wealth for nearly two decades. And not only that, Les Wexner also sold Epstein the Manhattan mansion that he owned in New York City. But think about it, guys. This is—I don't want you guys to forget these details because I was immersed. We are all were immersed in this stuff when Epstein was arrested. This was the biggest story of the year at the time, because we Q was talking about Epstein for two years prior, before he even got touched by the mainstream. Before that, we only knew about his his you know that that slap in the hand arrest he got in Florida. That meant nothing. So this was big news. Back then, everybody was trying to find the black book with all the names. He was part, Wexner was part of this here. And it would make perfect sense that Epstein would link up with this person because think about Victoria's Secret. You have young models and they all start out really young. This gave Epstein a perfect pipeline of what you would probably call talent for him. There's many other words that you could use there. But you have a perfect pipeline of young women coming through Victoria's Secret that Epstein probably had direct access to. And it wasn't just the United States. It was in France. It was his islands. It was all over the world. A global market for young women. And what do you know? Wex, a little uh, less here, is selling his company. Wexer said in an internal email that he was never aware of the illegal activity <clears throat> Epstein is accused of committing. As you can imagine, this past week, I've searched my soul, reflected, and regretted that my path ever crossed this. Oh, yeah. You're, they're always regretful after they got caught. And Wexner told Vanity Fair in 2003 that I think we both possess the skill of seeing patterns, but Jeffrey sees patterns in politics and financial markets, and I see patterns in lifestyle and fashion trends. <laughs> That's not going to end there. Q would not have brought these guys up if it was just going to end there. But speaking of more... Resonations, and this is just a picture of Wexner I have here. We don't have to go over this article. But looky here. IBM's Jeannie Ramadi is stepping down as CEO. This just came down the pike yesterday. She is resigning. And we also have CBS CEO Joe Inelio is leaving the company. This is insane. And what is Q told us? Look at the resonations, right? Look at how many people are resigning. And someone, somewhere out there, Anons, they have the list. They have a master list of every resignation since Trump took office. And the number is astounding. And I have to find it. It's on the cue board somewhere. I just have to get it for you guys. Someone is keeping up daily list. But to end it, let's look at our, our president here, the man we all love. Let's look at him troll Nancy Pelosi. Look at him. Handing out pens. You can have a pen. You can have a pen. Look how great this is. This is a CC's truth, handing out pens after signing the USMCA. Not only did he not invite Nancy, he pulled a master class on trolling with the pen giveaway. This is why we love our president. And we all remember when Nancy had the gold pens that looked like bullets that she brought on a platter to all the, to the Dems that were all part of this sham. 
And they all signed it and they said, yes, we impeached Trump. We impeached him. We did it, guys. We did it. And we have our president here. Just handing out pens. This is why we love him, guys. Right here. And let's not forget this happened also this week. Do you guys see? This is why I'm telling people. The president does everything methodically and for a reason. This was a picture here. I don't remember what it was for. It looks like some kind of iron workers or some kind of union that he was signing. I don't, I don't know what it was for. But here he is signing a helmet. And look, there's a sticker right in the middle facing the photographer with a big Q on it. And he's signing the helmet. It's out in the open, guys. This stuff is not just coincidental. It's for the world to see. And just like what I'm wearing here, Q. You gotta follow follow the rabbit hole, question everything. So with that, guys, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for hanging out. I'm gonna start doing we're gonna start doing live shows very soon. I'm getting the room set up for it. I'm gonna have a guest with me. His name is the F and Doctor. We are gonna give it a shot. We're gonna shoot for Sundays, I believe, and do some live shows. And I just wanna I'm gonna get a Discord up. Um, and I'm going to get a phone number and we are going to get, we're going to take this show on the next level. And I want to hear from you guys, the fans, the people that have been supporting me since the beginning, eight months ago, I want to get more connected with you guys and get this channel rolling. We are killing it. We are at 16.7 thousand subscribers. The, the amount, the amount of gratitude I have, I can't even explain a word. So thank you guys again for all that. So like share. Tell your friends and family about this channel. Get the real news. Get past the illusion that is being fed to us every day. We are the news now, and we will overcome the media that is in place right now. So with that, thank you guys. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for all the listeners. Um, I'm going to probably be dropping a lot more content in the coming weeks. So thank you. Until then, stay with me.